Hey everybody, how you all doing? It's Tony. Hi, I hope everybody's having a good day today. Um, so I'm just coming up to you guys today because I was like doing some internet surfing and I came across a situation that came to my attention and I thought it was really funny. So I figured I I just chime in for my two or ten cents or whatever. So today, um, there's a young man in the city. Um, I won't. I'm not gonna say his name or reveal too many intimate details about him, but there's a young man in the city. He's a pretty, I'm going to say prominent young man, but he's decently well-known. He's a white man, about in his mid-30s, and he lives in the Section 8 ward of D.C. For those of you who don't know that too well, uh, the Section 8 ward of D.C., D.C. is uh, divided into multiple wards, and, you know, some areas of the city, the city is going through a whole gentrification process, but um, there are just certain areas of the city that are impoverished, I guess you could say in a way. Um, they are lower inc they mostly have lower income housing. They mostly have people living in section eight housing, I guess you could say. There is a higher crime rate. There is a, a higher amount of policing in said areas. There's a lot of drugs in these areas. The schools have been run down. They look torn down. The facades and the outer appearance of most of the housing as well as the small businesses that litter the area are, they do look very old and worn. Some of them look burnt and destroyed. You know, adding insult to injury. I mean, there are not many businesses in the area, a lot of small businesses, not many, uh, there's not much money flowing in the area, point blank period. And, um, and it's been like that for a while. It's been like that for over, like years, close to 10, 20, 25 years now. Um, and it has a lot to do with various, there are a lot of factors that go into that. Both the fact that the community itself doesn't necessarily take care of its community the best possible way, but also the fact that people don't move in, developers don't want to bring any uh, business to the area, the high crime rate does keep a lot of people away, as well as allocated funds, you know. D.C. has a very bad history with uh, funds for the city being allocated into different areas or you know, there being mismanagement of funds or misplacing of funds. You know, multiple people over the years have come into contact or under fire for many, many, many problems that the city faces. And, you know, I do think in the current climate, you know, under our new, under their new mayor, Mayor, mayor Mary Bowser, while I do believe that she does still kind of allocate the funds, the funding of the city to places that probably don't need it as much as other areas of the city, I do think she is trying to make a general or good effort into cleaning up parts of the city, which leads to, indirectly leads to what was going on today. So this person lives in the Ward 8 area. Again, it has all of those issues. And he basically today, he posed the question um, on his Facebook page, as well as in a private Facebook group that predominantly uh, contains black city leaders, which was, why does my area of the city not have a dog park, like an open dog park. If so, if they do have one, because he's not a native of the city, if so, can someone please let me know where it is? If not, what steps need to be taken to allocate the funding and put the work in to get a dog park set up? Um, now, he asked this question. <laughs> he asked this question earlier today. Completely valid question, I believe. Nothing really wrong with that. I like dogs. You know, there's nothing wrong with having a dog park, I don't believe. But, he asked the question earlier today, and it quickly, very quickly, uh, divulged to first a political issue and then a race, a race issue. And by mid afternoon, there were people on that thing calling him a racist, calling him all kinds of colonizer, calling him, you know, 
uh, saying that he was abusing his white privilege. It got really heated really fast. <clears throat> and there were people all on the post arguing with him, arguing with each other back and forth. Like a simple question, you know, created a post with, with over 400 some odd comments within less than a few hours. And I personally was just dead. I was falling out. I was reading them things. I was laughing. You know how you on Facebook and you're reading and somebody else's comment and you see you scroll up to the new comment. I was like, oh my God. I, <laughs> I was so dead at the entire situation. So let me explain exactly why I, A, I'm kind of on the fence. A, why I personally don't see an issue with what he was asking about or saying, but why I do feel that what he said or what became of his actions divulged into a race situation. Well, I don't think that's a problem. And why I personally think that uh, he needs to go back and, not, and maybe apologize. All right, so number one, I'll say this is what I view as fundamentally the issue. You know, so I explained that his question was, you know, why don't we have a dog park? And if so, you know, what can we do to get one? Like I said, you know, I, I gave a list of all the things that are wrong in that particular part of the city, you know, um, you know, just the, you know, on the, on the short list, you know, uh, crime, uh, low income, no money. Um, they don't have a hospital. That's one of their big, that's one of the hot button issues that area, the city has several hospitals, but that particular area of the city does not have a hospital, which might not seem much to someone else, especially for city, DC being such a small city. However, um, you know, you got to look at it in the mind of people. There are residents and members of that ward who do not, who are not able to move as quickly, you know, if an emergency should happen and, you know, and which they quite frequently do, it's very hard in the middle of the night to get an ambulance to come up from clear across the city or maybe even out of Maryland to go kick somebody, you know, there could have been a lot of lives saved, you know, if there was a hospital right on site where people can get to get to quickly, as well as alleviating the fact that most of the other hospitals are usually overflowed or backed up because, you know, they're, they're members of other wards in the city that don't have a hospital. So they have to go into the North Quadrant. They have to go to Northwest, Southwest, you know, stuff, stuff like that. So that was a big hot button issue in this particular situation. So what? How it devolves into a race thing is this. Um, so he asked the question. Again, I said he asked the question both publicly on Facebook as well as in his private group. Um, and several members, both community leaders as well as just people who were all the other members of the group, kind of hopped on his post. And they were giving him, you know, bullet points. I mean, there were people who were like flat out against it, like... White boy, we don't want to hear what you say. You want you? We got other shit going on, girl. We got we got this worried about. We got that worried about. Nobody worried about you. No damn dog park, you know. And there were some people who were just flat out insensitive. But there were people who were on his side, saying, "Hey, this is a man. He works. He pays. To their knowledge, he pays taxes. You know, he does whatever he needs to do as an American citizen, as a member of the city. He has the right to ask the question, which quite frankly he does. However, there were other people on there saying, "Well, hey, look." This is a list of priorities and your priority does not take precedence or supersede ours. You know, the explanation of several people, several people did get on there and explain kind of very politely, I believe, point by point that, hey, there's nothing wrong with you asking for what you're asking for. However, with a city where, again, 
funds have been allocated to other places as well as there being misappropriation of money and mismanagement of money um, over the years, you know, and people not always being involved in the political process and people not getting involved. This is now a democratic situation. Quite frankly, you live in a neighborhood where they have to vote and decide if they're going to do that. And they decided they don't really want it. So you can't really get mad at that. And so your energy about, well, I don't I don't see why we can't do that. And then the response is, well, it's not saying we can't do it or it's not saying it's something that can't come along. It's saying that there's a large priority list of things. We have homelessness. We have this. We have that. And they take precedence. They take priority over your want or your need in this particular moment. How it evolves into a race thing was because... Had he said, okay, I understand your point. I just was trying to dig this or I was just hoping that it No, he, he kind of very was very blase, like a lot of his responses. So it was not his question that made people think he was racist. For those of you who don't know, it was his responses. To people, he asked the question, people answered said question, and his responses to those answers made people believe that he was racist because he came off essentially like you know people were giving him bullet points he was like well you know that doesn't have anything to do with me like i you know i pay my money i don't have to worry about that i you know i don't know i'm not really concerned about the crime rate i'm not really concerned about this or that in the hospital i have insurance i have this i have that i don't need any of that i you know that doesn't concern me this is what concerns me so this you know this is what i want and so therefore i think it's i think it's important so therefore i feel like it should be treated with importance and <laughs> bitch, when I tell you he got dragged in the motherfucking mud after that, like it was so fucking funny. And this is the thing. I personally know this man. I've known him for some years now. So and I know he's a decently a fairly intelligent, decent man. I know he was not that dumb to not realize that what he was saying would not cause some kind of a backlash in some way or shape or form. So that's why I was falling out. Now granted. The actual questioning, you know, that going back to the actual question, I don't think that it there is anything wrong with that. Essentially, a, something like a dog park or certain things, you know, like bike trails or uh, running trails, biking lanes in the streets, stuff like that. They, I think, are essential to small city living in the sense that unlike living in the country or in the suburban areas where like large areas of space are just open already essentially, or there are large parks where people can kind of do all that and there not be an issue. The city is so small and so congested that you do have to actually take the time to allocate space. You have to take time to have money to clean these spaces up to make sure they are safe, they're inhabitable, they're, they're good for children to play in, they're good for adults. And you do have to have money to allocate it because there, there is like um, curfew set on parks, whether it be dog parks or school parks, you know, people do a lot of weird shit. People sleep, the homeless people sleep in parks. There are people who gonna have sex in these parks. There are people who do drug dealings in these parks and things of those nature. So those, these areas do need to be policed. Um, you know, and other things. So I can understand why a person's first thought process in that, in that thinking when that question comes up would go straight to money. Because again, in a, area where money is scarce or we're fighting tooth and nail with the city to allocate money for schools or a hospital or this that and forth that is again very low on the priority list however i would look at it like this also these are certain amenities that people look at when they want to start raising the value of a neighborhood they want to start raising the not just the property value but kind of like the um you know the overall reputation of said neighborhood, of said areas of the city, you know, that area of the city traditionally has a very bad reputation. You know, again, even if, 
even with all of its current situations, you know, it's, I'll say this much. I've, I've been in and around the city for most of my life. Um, it's nowhere near as dangerous as it used to be. And I'm not going to say that in a good way or a bad way. I'm just very indifferent about it. It's just what it is what it is. It used to be a very dangerous place. There were times you couldn't walk down the damn street, um, drive-bys, robberies, muggings, you know, all kinds of things, as well as the over-policing, you know, you know, sometimes it got so bad to the point that hell, you didn't know what to do. You know, were you more afraid of the, uh, the junkies and drug dealers on the street or are you more afraid of the police coming to your house and banging you up? You know, it, it, it got crazy in that ward of the city. And even though like they have, they are really putting a really good fit forward into cleaning that part of the city up and changing it, um, enforcing certain curfews, having people out, you know, and a lot of the city leaders are doing a lot to, again physically clean it up like you know the outer facade of most of the businesses and homes and stuff are being uh changed are being painted over they are coming in and steamrolling the streets and making them look better no potholes stuff like that there's still a lot of work to be done so i do think amenities like dog parks or maybe um you know bike uh bikers uh lanes in the street you know so people don't have to ride on the sidewalk they can ride in the street in the biker lane free from the worry of getting hit by a car i do think those are certain amenities but they be small i like small or in some people's eyes useless they will help bring up the property value to bring up the value of the, the city in the area and it'll help kind of diminish that reputation that that area of the city has as Many city leaders are trying to, that's one of the remaining parts of the city that has not really fully gone through a process of gentrification yet. It's moving into that area slowly. Um, that's still one of the areas that, you know, I guess you could say they could still consider it black chocolate city. They can still consider it more of an area for lower income people. And a lot of city leaders are put, especially black city leaders are putting their effort into trying to clean it up as best they possibly can to invite, uh, larger businesses, to invite larger, uh, scale operations to come and settle, settle down in that part of the city with the promise that, hey, you won't have to worry about all of these past mistakes. You won't have to worry about theft and robberies and homicides, you know, and we, you know, we can clean up this part of the city and it couldn't look nice. So I do think something like a dog park would help, you know, I think it would help. Um, but again, when we jump to this priority list, it is on a lower, it is way down the list of priorities. I know somebody might say, well, hell, since it's so low on the list of priorities, and it's because it probably will not cost that much to allocate the funds for a dog park, why don't y'all just do that first? Start with the little shit and work to the big shit. Uh, the need supersedes the want. The fact of the matter is, there, the things that are at the top of the priority list are not just there because we should have them. They are needed desperately in that area. A hospital is needed desperately. To clean up the ho homeless situation is needed desperately. So it is something that you got to look at and be mindful of when you ask certain questions, right? Now, <laughs> with all that being said, you know, again, so that's me saying, you know, I kind of agree. I do believe that um, despite it being a lower income area of the city, I do feel that, you know, you should hold it to a higher standard. You know what? A lot of times we, and I will say we as in black folk, a lot of times, not what we fail to see, but a lot of times what we don't take advantage of in our American process is that, you know, our voice does matter. Our voice, our vote counts and our voice counts. Yes, it will be harder. And a lot of times we don't get the same, you know, level of respect that we should. But that's exactly why we should be more involved in our political process. It's why exactly why we should be more involved in our neighborhood associations and what's going on. You know, you should know what's happening with the businesses on your street.
you know, and it's so funny because I know living in and around the city as well as being just being a fucking black person shit, you know, just because you're not involved in the actual workings of your city or your, uh, your city's government or, you know, your wards, uh, financing and stuff, you know what the fuck is going on in your neighborhood, you know how we talk about it, the streets is talking, keep your ears to the streets, we all know what's happening in our neighborhood, and when we know, you know, we have an opinion on it, we carry it, but people don't use that knowledge in the way that they should, and so when decisions are made on their behalf, and and funds are allocated to other places, and other people are able to get their arguments heard, or one, there's a lot of backlash from people and there's a lot of protests and it's like well okay y'all know what's going on in the city so why didn't you take your ass down to this town hall meet why didn't you go your ass over to the city like why didn't you do this why didn't you do that i understand that you feel that the political process is unfair it is very unfair especially in this city but that is why you need to get your ass up and go down there and do the stuff and do the work to get it changed you know um and that's why i was kind of laughing at the the post now Again, he's in a private group on Facebook. The group is not, it's private public, meaning you can join the group, but their post and stuff is not public. You can't really see it unless you're in the group. So this is what made the whole thing funny. In his manner or in his way of trying to put people on blast. So like I explained, um, <laughs> he asked the question. There were several people who jumped on his post and they were explaining bullet point point. And he kind of was very, you know, blase about it. What does that have to do with me? I've been through several things. I, I'm a good person. I do that. I just asked the question. Um, like I said, he was very kind of, uh, and so, you know, multiple people kind of said, well, you know, your, your, your white privilege is showing right now. Cause you're kind of really just kind of dismissing the issues of this area, the issues of the people living in this area. And you're just kind of saying, I want what I want. And I feel like I should get it. He then put the post on his public page. To kind of showcase to other people, like, look at what I'm going through. He basically kind of like pulled this like real victimy moment of look, oh, oh, I asked was a question. Why are people being so mean to me? And he basically exposed the conversation to a larger audience, and many more people commented. And you did, you, there were racist white people who jumped on that shit, saying all kinds of, oh, them monkeys just not happy, and they don't like this, and they don't like that. And then you had people coming on there like, whoa, who the fuck is y'all talking to? <laughs> The shit went left so fucking fast and so fucking funny. Me, personally, one of the reasons I thought the shit was extra hilarious is because, like I said, I personally know this man. And while I... Mm, it's hard to say this, okay? I, I, I can't necessarily say I believe that all white people are racist. I don't. I will say that white privilege is very rare. We all know that. And... It's hard for many people to wrap their heads around when a person says they don't know what white privilege is or they don't abuse their white privilege. Because a lot of white people do abuse their white privilege, whether it be knowingly or unknowingly. In this particular case, this person dates, to my knowledge, he just dates black men. And he is primarily or mostly friends with black people. And he's extremely intelligent. I've had conversations with him. I know several other people who have had conversations with him. He is extremely aware of his white privilege. Not a little bit, not a tiny bit, not some of the time. The motherfucker knows when he can use his white privilege and pull his rank. And he does not use it to be friendly to people. He might if he's in a good mood, but for the most part, he uses it to get what he wants. Now, he doesn't necessarily go and abuse people with it. He doesn't use it to try to get his weight over people. huh? But he damn sure does use his white privilege to get his way. So in a situation like this, when he feels that his needs should be superseded, <laughs> 
it was really bad. And that's why I started falling out laughing because then he tried to play that victim card. Like, why, I, why are y'all attacking me? I said, bitch, you know why they attack you. Girl, you tried it. Oh, my God. Child, so... <laughs> I mean, he tried, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a long list of shit that I can say about the whole situation. Like, child, like, he he really did try to backpedal and pussy pop and, you know, claim victim and cry wolf, you know. I mean, I'm just like this. I don't really like white privilege. I don't, not really, I don't like white privilege at all. But I especially don't, it's one thing when a person, you, you can tell when a person may not be aware that they're doing something. And, you know, I think we've all been around a white person who may not be aware that they, they're abusing their white privilege, whether it be negative or not. But it's another thing when a person is fully aware of it and they do it anyway and then play victim. Like, they don't like, well, I'm, you're attacking me. I feel very attacked. Like, no, bitch, you know, you got caught on your shit. And now you're trying to backpedal, act like you don't know what the hell is going on. Don't do that. And then in this particular instance, like I said, I know this person. I know him well. Um, I'm just not convinced. I, you know, I get what I said. Like, like I said, like. His question, I think, was a fair question. I think it wasn't a bad question. Some might even say, hell, it wasn't really the question that was the issue. It was who asked it. You know, if it was a, a black woman or a black man or, you know, certain community leaders, it wouldn't have been an issue. But because of who he is, it became an issue. But I want to say more so, I'll take it a step further and say this. I know him and I know him well enough to know that he's very intelligent to the point where he was aware that his question may have caused some kind of a controversy and he damn sure would have been aware that um his response to said answers would have stirred some kind of negative response whether it had been you know a fuck you bitch or child what like an eye roll he knew he and like this is the thing about him let me explain just a little bit about this person like i said already he's a white person but he predominantly dates black men and he uh you know most of his friends are black he's not what you would call you know like a cultural appropriation. He does not act black. He does not care, and you know whatever that means in the traditional sense of what people believe black to be. You know, uh, he does not act that way. He does not care. So he's not a wigger. None of that thing. He's he's a white boy in the traditional sense. He's real, mm, you know, honey. But he's like I said, he's extremely intelligent. And he's very aware, but he's also very argumentative, and he likes to. I don't want to say push people's buttons. But he likes to agitate. You know, he's he's very Donald Trumpish in that way. He 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 will stir a pot and then act like he didn't know why the pot got stirred. Or he will get you upset and then act like like why are you upset? You know? The thing about it is in a lot of situations, especially situations regarding race, you know, you're gonna lose. And in a lot of public forums, you know, you're not dealing with you know, Slightly, you're not dealing with somebody who may not be as unintelligent. Like uh, one of the things, me and him have had several fallouts because he likes to surround himself with people who he thinks are or views as unintelligent. And a lot of times, you know, I've had to humble his ass before, and I've seen other people do it. Like bitch, just because I might not flaunt my intelligence about a certain situation does not mean I am ignorant to said situation. And bitch, I will let you know that girl, you are both incorrect. And you are showing your white privilege in the worst possible way, Miss Bitch. Don't you dare bring your white ass around me and start talking that blase about how people are uneducated and they don't know shit just because they're not participating in a particular political process. And therefore, you are entitled to said amenities because you participate in the political process that other people don't because they don't understand it. Bitch, that is not the reason people do not participate. They do not, they do not participate because they know for a fact that if they go into certain situations, your thoughts and your needs and your wants will be superseded above their own, not out of their assumption that that will happen, but because of their knowledge of past events. 
bitch, I'm going to just say it like this. It's called trial and error. <laughs> if I go somewhere, if I put my hands out and you slap my hands, I do it once you do you hit me. I do it twice you hit me. I'm not going to put my hand out a third time because I'm pretty sure you're going to hit me a fucking end. So that's just how people's thought process is. Now, does that process need to change? Yes. But that needs to be in their time and in their way. You can't just come along and say, oh, well, shit. If they don't know, if they're not uh, involved, that must mean they're ignorant. They're stupid. So they don't know what's going on anyway. No. And that's how he is. That's his thought process. That's how he carries himself. And that I've seen it cause multiple problems with him in his life. And I mean, to me, I always think the shit is funny. Now, he'll probably hear this and catch a whole motherfucking attitude with me, but I've already, me and him, he already know. Child, don't go there with me, because you know what I know what I know, child, so I know you. <laughs> don't try me, boo. But, you know, I just thought the whole thing was really, really fucked up. And then, oh my God, he tried to make a post that said he can't understand what people ascribe racism to every situation because it was not a racist post and therefore people who ascribe racism to every situation are in themselves racist bitch what mm -hmm. <laughs> so like i said i mean i just <sighs> to me that was an ignorant statement to make the uh the reality of him reposting a private group message even though there were a lot of people in this group i think it was over 200 some odd members like he had about 400 uh, com not 400, but like 200 comments by, like he posted earlier this morning, it was like by noon, he had like 200 some odd comments on that thread alone. Um, you know, and then, you know, making, trying to put that out there to try to expose certain people. Um, then making that post about, oh, uh, you know, this, for people to think this is racist are in themselves racist. That, those to me were, uh, both, irresponsible and misleading ways of trying to get your point across which was very much which i honestly like look at it like this i say it like this if you have pulled a nini leaks and you know uh you ask for something and people had kind of you know kind of slapped your hand back say oh yeah we can't do that right now and why are you asking about that and oh i just because i don't really care about all that's going on over there i i just because i want it if you had just kind of said, Cause I want it because I want it. And if somebody said, well, what did you say? I said what I said. And I, you know, I'm not taking it. Like if he kind of owned it and just kind of went with it, you know, in the moment, you know, I'm not going to say abuse your white privilege, but don't, you know, don't pull that. Don't pull a victim card when you've acted like an asshole, because then it's going to make people look at you sideways. You know, he earlier I used Donald Trump. I was, he did that Kenya Moore shit, you know, shit. That can you move when you know you provoke people and then you act like you don't know why they're mad at you. Like, and he, that's again another facet of his personality. And for him to pull that racist garb, I was like, girl, like, to me, that was a, that was a pull. Then he went on a further rant. Um, and I'm just gonna put this out there because he put it out there. It's on his, it's on his public page. It's on his public space. Um, he is a HIV positive person. I'm not saying that to put him out there. I'm, shit, he, he's very open and vocal about it. I say that because he then turned around to other people on the posts complaining about, you know, black people and the struggles we go through to say, well, I am a gay man living with HIV and therefore my struggles equate or supersede yours. I know just as much about what's going on as you do and I'm having just as many struggles. Therefore, you know, your problems don't really matter to me. I have my own problems and this, this is what I want. This is what I want. I will never ever say a person living with HIV does not have a struggle because, bitch, let me tell you, that shit is fucking hard. I will say this. You know how they always say two wrongs don't make a right? I will say it like this. Two struggles don't make a motherfucking... 
Don't make a non-struggle bitch. You going to hit a black person with bitch, well, you got to struggle his mind. You're not going to get no damn sympathy. It's not saying that they don't sympathize or empathize with your situation. But, bitch, you're basically trying to tell them, like, that's just like a girl saying, well, my dad used to molest me. Well, I got raped. You know, it doesn't take, it's not, it's not saying that what you are going through or went through is not relevant or correct. I mean, it's not relevant or uh, something to be thought about or taken into account. It's saying that you try to overstep what I went through or I'm going through as a means of getting your way is not going to get your way. If anything, it's going to make a person feel like you're trying to like, you know, kind of have a pissing contest with me over negativity. Bitch, you, me talking about the black, the, the political process, a dog park situation should not divulge into a whole political process where I tell you something and then you tell me something back and I say, well, this is the plight of the black person. And you say, well, I'm an HIV positive person. So this is what I'm going through. Like what? Huh? This, that's when the situation goes to me, go, you saying it went left to you when people started bringing up race. That's where the situation goes left to me. Cause now you're just doing a tit for tat and a stupid ass tit for tat for that. Because don't none of that, your, your situation actually no shade. And I can say this. I feel like I can say this because I am a positive person as well as a black person as well as a gay person. Your situation had less to do with the economics and the political situation going on in that neighborhood than theirs. Therefore, they kind of made a very valid point in saying, bitch, you just want what you want and you feel that your needs need to supersede ours. And that's why he did not get no sympathy. Them girls was like, okay, and girl, and like. <laughs> It's not right, but bitch, it was funny as fuck. I was over here dead to the goddamn ground, girl. I was like, oh, girl, she thought she was going to pull that car, girl. All them girls was going to start clapping and crying and shit for her, girl. She said, nope. No, ma'am, she ain't getting that one motherfucking sympathetic tear out of nobody's goddamn eye. They said, girl, okay, then, well, we're going to pray for you. I feel bad. Uh, but anyway, back to this motherfucking situation. Like, they was not, <laughs> they was not here for the shit. This shit was so fucking funny. I was dead. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, now let me finish this up because it's gotten a little lengthy. Because uh, I, you know, I had some serious thoughts about. This. I, I ain't gonna say I had some serious thoughts about it, but I think I said what prompted me to it is because, like I said, he posted stuff out of the um, the private thread into the public or into a public Facebook page. Um, like I said, we do know each other, so like it popped right up my feed. Um, I read it. I think I just read it off of you know, you know, you scroll through your timeline, shit pops out at you, you read it, you stop, you keep going. But once I had read it and I had kind of once over it, I was like, whoa. And then I had saw that the number of comments under it was like, it was like one something. It was like, it was up there. It was up there. And, it, and then it was still people adding comments as I was reading. So I started reading through the comments. I was like, oh, God. you know, no, ma'am, no, God. And like I said, me knowing this person and knowing um, just kind of how they are, how they operate, how they move. Um, it, 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 I think that what prompt that's that's mostly what prompted me to st- like make this post or make this uh, podcast today and kind of put it out there because one of the things I did like did not like in in a sense was like on the post a lot of people were kind of giving him like saying things to him whether it be ex- excessively negative or not or whether it was just them kind of giving him kind of a history lesson or giving him kind of some bullet points of why this is not really something. His whole response was, "You don't know me." Like, especially when he had kind of went down that whole, I don't really care about all that stuff, or that's not really what has, nothing, nothing, none of that has anything to do with what I act. Like, and then when people were like trying to say, well, you know, you kind of giving off white privilege, if not racist, real white privilege, he was giving off, well, y'all don't know me. You don't know me to call me racist. You don't know me to call me this and that. And I just kept laughing because 
I do know you. You know what I'm saying? I do know you, and I know you very well. And so I know for a fact, just because these people don't know you, bitch, look, people are very good at reading people, especially people who try to fake carry themselves as extremely transparent. Bitch, you can act any kind of way. You can type things any kind of way. You can act real political. But bitch, sometimes, bitch, you can just call a fucking spade a spade. I ain't gonna, like I said, I ain't gonna say that you racist, but it might be some internalized racism, bitch, racism going on in there, bitch. But like I said, you very, very much are aware of your white privilege. You very much will abuse your white privilege. You know, you know all about that. You've done it before. You've done it around me. You've had people like get mad at you about it, clap back at you. You know what I'm saying? So it's not something that you're unaware of. And being aware of it, that makes you fundamentally, in a sense, racist in a way because you're disenfranchising other people to get what you want. Even if you're not necessarily going out of your way to make sure that somebody is hurt or disenfranchised, getting what you want essentially pushes somebody else to the side and you have no qualms about doing that. And so now that the people see it and they, you know, they kind of call in the spade, spade, you got real, real upset. And that's why I had kind of laughed at it a little bit. Now, hopefully, you know, it all cleans itself up. Like I said, he's not a, the worst person in the world, but he's damn sure not the best. And sometimes, you know, you need situations like this to humble you and educate you. Like, for instance, like, one of the things I wanted to post that really got me together was, like, it was a young lady. It was a, it was both a, a, a elder gentleman and a young lady who both explained that, hey, well, maybe you didn't know this, but there is a dog park. <laughs> there is a dog park. There's a section of Anacostia Park that's broke off specifically for that. There's a, there was um, some push from our ward leaders and our city leaders a while back to get this, you know, to clean this area up and get a dog park and get a, a new playground and all this stuff. And at the time, the city did not allocate the funds to us and we didn't have it. There was no private funding. There was no community community funding. So we couldn't get it done and <laughs> there were even people suggesting you know why don't there's a large large part of the Anacostia Park on that side of the river that's open why don't you just have them advocate to build a fence make this a leash free dog park you know all of all, all of which I think were valid ideas there were people saying hey there's some information from this 2001 caucus meeting this you know why don't you google it I wouldn't google some of the shit myself I was like oh you know I learned something today and he clearly completely rejected all of that shit like no, like, that's not what I asked. That's not what I want. I said what I said. Like, it was just too funny. And I think the thing that really got a lot of people set off, it was one young lady uh, trying to explain something to him. You know, she was giving, like, she gave a long, like, five-paragraph bullet point. And he wrote all of under in all caps, shut up. Like, I'm done with this. Shut up. Stop talking. Stop adding stuff to my post. And the whole girl said, sweetie, I, you know... I didn't do anything to you. I didn't I didn't call you no names. I didn't speak rudely to you. If you don't want to, since you wrote in a public group, meaning it, short of him deleting the post in the public group, they can still comment it on it, even if it's not his private page. She said, you need to just turn off your motherfucking notifications. I died down to the floor, child. Look, I'm over it. I just had to go on my little rant for today about it. So you all, you, thought, you drop in and let me know how you think about it. All right, later.